What's going on, everybody? Thread the needle. We're back. This week, we're going to be talking all the madness that's been happening in the NFL, uh, most notably the three big ones, Odell Beckham Jr., OBJ, to the Browns, Le'Veon Bell making his decision going to the Jets, and Antonio Brown going to the Raiders. We'll be going over that and much, much more. Stay tuned. All right, me and Mass are back. Mass, you had a little vacation uh, a couple weeks ago. Yeah, uh, it was nice, but uh, happy to be back. Happy to be back talking sports. And um, yeah, I heard that you had a couple guests on the show. Yeah, that's right. Uh, we had to find a replacement for you and Mark. Yeah, um, to talk uh, everything NHL. Uh, for all our NHL fans out there, all our NHL listeners, uh, if you guys haven't, go check out uh, the podcast. Uh, Alex had a couple of our friends, uh, Nick and Alex, um, talking about uh, the NHL trade deadline. Some good stuff there. If you guys haven't already, go check it out. Um, really solid episode going over uh, the madness happening in the NHL. It's a, it's a really uh, it's a hectic time of the year in a lot of the sports right now. But uh, but right now, let's get into something even more hectic: the NFL off season. NFL off season. Didn't think it'd be like no. this. I'll be so... very honest. So it started off with a bang. It started off with uh, Antonio Brown getting traded. Antonio Brown. Did this catch you by surprise or? Oh, yeah. Uh, caught me by surprise. Maybe. Everything, everything about this caught me by surprise. The fact that he wanted to leave. I just always thought, you know, Antonio Brown and the Steelers, that was, it's, you know, one and the same. That's, they, they were always going to, you know, stick together. I think Antonio Brown, I, th- I see him in the in the black and yellow, you know, and, like I heard there was problems going on, but I didn't think that it'd actually lead to this. But you know what? Well, it happened. There was a lot of speculation that well, the trade was Antonio Brown went to the Raiders for a third round pick and a fifth round pick. To the Raiders. So I feel to the like Raiders. The Raiders stole one from the Steelers. The Raiders. Because there was there was a bunch of speculation during the season that he would have went to the 49ers, San Fran. That was yeah. That's that's kind of where I saw him going. But yeah. again, this was a trade. Uh, he, yeah, but he he did have influence over it. That's yeah. As you saw, we, we had gotten an update. Uh, when was it? Um, I think a day before that he actually got traded to the Raiders. We had gotten an update early in the morning saying that he was going to the Bills. Oh yeah, trade, right. like it, it almost seemed as if it was official um, that they had an agreement. He was going to the Bills. And that fell through. And then I don't know if there was any truth to uh, the speculation, but they were saying that apparently he made it clear, saying he's like he does not want to play for the Bills, even though this is a trade between two teams. You would think the player doesn't have uh, he doesn't have like a say in it, but it looks like he did, and he straight up said he does not want to play for the Bills. And I guess that's how the trade fell through. Well, I also heard that they re- that uh, the Raiders restructured his contract. That's another big reason why he wanted to go. Yes, but in the end, at the end of the day, the Steelers kind of have the final say because it is a trade. Yeah, and I can't believe they just they got rid of him for a third and a fifth. Like, come on! But his stock does go down only be, like because he made it he made it clear to other teams that he wanted to leave. So teams going up to steel going up to the Steelers are not gonna show up. Hey, you know, here's a first round pick or here's my star player because they know like, hey, look, he wants to leave. So if you don't want to trade him to me, I'll give you. I'll give you uh, like what they said, a third and a fifth. 
I'm not giving you no first. If you want a first from me, you can forget about it. I know he's going to leave eventually. So, uh, but, but it's still Antonio Brown. Like, like if I was, if I was the Steelers and I would just give him up for a third and a fifth, like I'd rather just keep him. And uh, yeah, I know he's going to sit out the season if he doesn't want to play or whatever, but he's still a guy like, look, last year he got 1,297 uh, receiving yards. He's like, fantastic. Still. So for a third and a fifth, like, yes, I know you want to leave and you didn't like, you want you wanted to move away from Pittsburgh and this and that away from the team, but I guess from the Steelers' crazy. vantage point, it was just they didn't want to lose him for absolutely nothing. That yeah. would have been probably that would have been awful, awful if they would have lost him. Yeah, for absolutely nothing. Who knows if they got any other offers? But they thought you know a third and a fifth, just they they must they must be content with I guess what they have now. Juju I guess will be the guy now. Uh, He's very solid. He's had a very good season. Um, he will step into that number one. I guess they're confident going forward. Uh, but, you know, the Steelers now, their, their outlook, um, no no more Le'Veon Bell, which we'll get into after, and no more Antonio Brown. This is a completely different team. Yeah, it is. I, uh, thank God that the Steelers have a player like Juju still in their lineup. That helps. Because, that, that helps. look, out of 16 games last season, Juju had six uh, six games where he was the most, uh, the highest. He had the most yards. Yeah, the most yards. Mm-hmm. And uh, Antonio Brown, out of fifteen games that he played, he had seven. So Juju's right there with him, neck and neck. So Antonio Brown gone, you could only see Juju's numbers go up. I would say by a lot. Like I feel like they're comfortable. They're comfortable because they had Juju. If they didn't have him, then I guess the Steelers would be in total rebuild mode. But, but but also like I feel like he's a cushion. He's a cushion yeah. to kind of fall back on and be like, okay, look, we're, we're losing. Let's not let's not like sugarcoat it. He's a generational talent, Antonio Brown. He's he's one of the greats, one of the greatest in the game today, still. Um, but like like I said, it's a cushion. It helps. They have Juju, a young, yeah, but very talented. But maybe receiver. Juju did so well because uh, team's number one corners were. We're, we're defending Antonio Brown. Now, yeah. if you put a number one corner on Juju, you don't know. Maybe he's not going to perform as well. They took a, they took a, a risk. They took a risk, but uh, they're putting the confidence in him. He, he certainly has the confidence in himself. So I guess we're going to see. The Pittsburgh, uh, so the Steelers were 9-6-1 and one, uh, last season, second in the AFC North. Didn't make playoffs, obviously. Like, how don't you make play? Well, Le'Veon didn't play, but James Conner still put up numbers. James Conner, who's that's another. I feel like it's another cushion for them as well. I mean, they lose Le'Veon. They didn't even have Le'Veon last season. Yeah, but they they still had James Conner. So I think I wouldn't even I wouldn't say that they're in full rebuild mode, even if uh, losing two players of that caliber, uh, Bell and Brown. Uh, I don't think they're in rebuild mode because you know you have James Conner. And then you also have Juju there, Big Ben getting older, but still like a solid. He still uh, put up over four thousand yards passing yards, so he still has it in him. Yeah, he's getting old, but at least he's still throwing to Juju, and he can hand the ball off to James Conner. So I don't know if the Steelers are going to be worse next season. I really feel like they're probably going to be where they were last year, just just missing the playoffs. Like that's where you see them. Yeah, I don't know. You think they're going to take that next step? They don't have any more Antonio Brown drama, any more Le'Veon drama. That's so. the thing. I feel like last season, okay, 9-6-1, and one, you look at it, it's it's pretty good. I'm not going to say it jumps out of the page and be like, wow, that's fantastic. But it's a good season. Um, yes, okay, missing playoffs um, in a tough division. 
but at the same time, there was a lot of, like you said, there was a lot of drama in that in that locker room. The whole, like, you know, you have a star running back in Le'Veon Bell, and you don't know if he's ever going to show up. Uh, you heard a lot of rumors, not a lot of rumors, but actually you heard his own teammates speaking out, being like, okay, you know, like, uh, okay, you'll come back. And then, you know, one, two, three, four, five, six games, he's still not there. At a certain point, the teammates, you could tell they were getting frustrated. So there was a lot of drama. Now that's gone. Antonio Brown as well. There was also drama with him. There was there was him beefing with uh, Big Ben. So now that's all gone. Maybe maybe now the team moves forward and maybe they play better. I'm not saying they're a better team on paper, but maybe on the field it'll translate to something positive for the Steelers. That's all they can so, hope for. Yeah, it could potentially work out in their favor, but. I know I don't want to jump too far ahead, but in, in their division, they have the Cleveland Browns, who also got a lot better. Very and they have the Baltimore Ravens, who also got a lot better. Got better. So you could say that, yeah, maybe it might work for Pittsburgh, but that division just stacked up so, tenfold. So 9-6-1, and one, are they better or worse this upcoming season? Better record? No, I think worse. So they don't match it? No. What do you think? Uh, I'm leaning towards no. I feel like they'll probably fall in the same range. Like That's missing if, playoffs? Like you think I, I think... Uh, it's uh, tough. Like, I don't know how they're going to perform. It's. The, I feel like around the same... I feel like they can probably match the 9-6-1. and one, But do they make playoffs? Uh, yeah, it really depends on, like, is division. Cleveland going to match up? Because now they have a really stacked team. We'll go over them soon. Uh, but you know what? I'm going to say that the Steelers don't make the playoffs this upcoming season. Uh, I think it's going to take some some getting used to losing the, those types of players, the, the caliber of those players. So I think they, they just, just barely miss playoffs again this season. So now if you look to where Antonio Brown went, the Raiders. The Raiders. Man, this team was a disaster of a team. And I... St- Still think it's a disaster. Yeah, look, he's good. He's good friends with Derek Carr, but friends off the field. I don't know if that you could that helps you during a game because what now? Derek Carr's only target is is Antonio Brown. You don't think people are gonna double coverage him? Yeah. Like yeah, I don't think he's gonna have. Look, I still think he might put up over a thousand yards, but it could be like. You, I don't want to say useless yards, but I don't know. I've it just... won't be in may, probably won't be in many meaningful games. Yeah, exactly, exactly. They won't be in many meaningful games. That Antonio Brown needs to have some sort of magic. Uh, look, he's we mentioned he is a generational player, generational talent, but the team is. I I was shocked when this news broke because I thought you know the Raiders like they're, they're they're in full full rebuild mode now. Derek Carr last season. 4,000 yards, 19 touchdowns, 10 interceptions, a QB rating of 93.9. Nothing nothing spectacular. I mean, to be fair, does he have many weapons around him? Yeah, Jared Cook, who was probably his best weapon. Jordy Nelson there as well, who just got released. Uh, so now the outlook for the, the Raiders. I mean, yeah, you're excited. You have Antonio Brown on your team. That brings in a lot of excitement. Maybe the fans are going to... Pile in to watch Antonio Brown do his thing, but 
I have a feeling we'll just be seeing Antonio Brown do his thing in maybe two quarters when they might be into the game. But then after when it hits the third quarter, I feel like other teams are just going to absolutely destroy the Raiders. They won't be in any games, any tight games. I just don't see much promise coming out of this team. Uh, we all know, obviously, Marshawn Lynch is a free agent. How do you know um, who the running back is? They they need a running back. They <laughs> they're, they're gonna need one. That's uh, that's for sure. They do have um, okay. Well, they have uh, DeAndre Washington, James Butler, and Chris Warren. So um, I don't know those names. If you don't know who they are, don't worry. We don't either. Yeah. <laughs> so no one too uh, eye opening. Yeah, there's nothing too promising there. In terms of other wide receivers besides Antonio Brown, there's really not much. They have Seth Roberts. They picked up Terrell Williams from the Chargers, who's a decent, decent wide receiver. But really, there's nothing that this team is showing right now. They're 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 basically in full rebuild mode with Antonio Brown. It's it's a weird situation to be. But, in. but they also have a lot of picks from when they gave up uh, Khalil Mack. Yes. So that's that's probably where they're really the hoping. They're really hoping they yeah, that they're gonna like play through the draft, and um, I mean yeah, they're gonna have to pick up some 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 good players, some good talent in the draft that are probably gonna have to jump into a yeah right away. Uh, like a, you know you're, you're jump into the fire right away. You're gonna have a major role on this team depending who they go for. So for me, uh, I think Antonio Brown has a good season personally. Personally, he has a good season, but the Raiders, I don't see. I don't see much. You think they do better than last season? They were four and twelve last season. Oh boy! Fun, funny 12. thing is, though, one of their wins came against Pittsburgh. Hmm. Oh, and before I said Big Ben had four thousand passing yards. I meant yeah, I, I meant, meant five thousand. Yeah, yeah. Derek, Derek Carr. Yeah, yeah. Derek Carr yeah. had the four thousand. Big Ben yeah, had the five thousand. But yeah, so do you think they do better or worse? I don't think they it's should hard to be do, worse. It's hard to do worse than four and twelve. I don't see them. Like I said, maybe this is, six wins. This is a rebuild with Antonio Brown. It's it's a weird situation, and you still have one of the the most elite wide, wide receivers, receivers yes. on your team. So look, worse, a, no. If they would get the same record, would I be surprised? No, I wouldn't be surprised either. But I, I would, I would think they, they beat last season's record. They do, do better. So? You have Antonio Brown this time. Like, yes, but then, then there's also another man that you gotta look at. Their car. But if you, yeah, and 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 how 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 is he gonna, you know, how's he gonna perform? He's he's been average at best in his in his career. I mean, he's had some bright spots, but nothing to really make you feel confident about him leading a team to the playoffs. Um, so, I don't know. I, I think it really rests a lot on Derek Carr. There's a lot of pressure on him right now. Yeah. Obviously, I don't feel like there's much pressure on Antonio Brown. There, I don't feel that there is. He's happy right now. He, he got out of Pittsburgh. He obviously wanted out. But, I mean, Derek Carr has a lot of pressure on him. You're going to have to find Antonio Brown, and he's going to be getting a lot of attention you're going to have to make it work somehow. You're going to have to build build a, a fast chemistry with him. Because who's their other right receiver, Cook? They have He's a tight end, uh, Cook, who I believe is a UFA right now. But funny because their tight end led in uh, receiving yards. Last, yeah, he last had year. a good season. 
he had a good season. I believe he is a UFA as of uh, as of this moment. Uh, yes, he is. They're going to need UFA, someone so else. He, he, that's if he even resigns. If he doesn't resign, then really, you're really like thinning out the options for Derek Carr. Um, and then besides that, they had, like I said, they picked up Terrell Williams from the Chargers. He's a he, he's a solid number two, I guess. He, he's a good player, but again, nothing that really uh, impresses you on this team. I don't see them obviously making playoffs out of the question. That's I don't see that happening. Do they beat the four and twelve? Sure. Mm-hmm. By what? By a game? By a game. Yeah. I say they get five wins. Okay, well, it's better. Progress is better, uh, yeah, good. better than nothing at all. Yeah. So One not, step forward. Okay, so you looked at Antonio Brown. Now, if you look at the other ex-Steeler, Le'Veon Bell. Le'Veon Bell. This guy obviously doesn't play for the money. Because does he or does he not? He doesn't. Well, because up until last season... It looked like that's all he was going for. Yeah, but he, sat out an ent- this man sat out an entire season. He gave up millions. That's why he doesn't millions play for money. of dollars. But it's because he wasn't playing because he wanted the Steelers, I guess, to to like I don't know what he wanted from the Steelers, but he wanted them like to 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 pay him more because he said he was putting his body on the line. He didn't really want, he didn't want to put his body on the line. Didn't want to risk injury. Oh, but you go to the jets where you're probably. And then, and then, yeah, no, but it was a whole saga. Like think of it. Like you're a professional athlete, perfectly healthy in your prime. And he sat out an entire season. It's just, a, he put his teammates, his, the whole organization through like a, through so much drama in the season. And it's like, mm-hmm. They had to deal with, like you know, their games, you know, making playoffs, winning, winning football games, and they're worried about this guy. He's kind of acting like a diva. Yeah, because I remember week after week there was rumors. Okay, he's going to return week four. He's going to return week six, and set then set to return yeah. next week. Set to return this week, and he just might, never might showed miss up. the season now. Oh, you know what? Maybe he might come in now. He has to come this season to avoid the, uh, I don't know, so some sort of pay. Like it, it was just. It was like I feel like it was all false hope in the end. He was never really him for him. It was probably he was never really gonna come back. He probably had his mindset yeah. the entire time, and he just didn't want to say, "Look, guys, I'm not playing the season." Look, in 2017 when he played, uh, 15 out of 16 games that he did play, like he led the team in uh, in rushing, and there was a game where he led the team in both receptions and rushing. Yeah. So this guy, you know, he could do. He could do it all. He could do it all. So when when healthy. Easily one of the best running backs in the in the game, if not the best. So there's no doubt that he's gonna have a, a heavy workload in at the Jets. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. So yeah, back to that, like if he went for the money. Um it's interesting actually because a lot of people thought it was because of the money. Um and then this was I found was really like um really ironic in terms of um I guess the whole money situation. So um, basically what he went to the Jets for, um, they broke it down versus, uh, they broke down the three years now what he's going to be getting with the Jets versus what he would have got um, in his with the in the first three years if he would have signed with the Steelers. So year one with the Jets, he's making $14.5 million. Year one with the Steelers, he, he would have made $19.5 million. Extra five million, an extra five. Year two, 
With the Jets, he's set to make $26 million. With the Steelers in his second year, $33 million. $33 million. Can I get to the next one? Year three, with the, with the Jets, obviously his money keeps going up. 14.5 first, 26 the second. Year three, is making $39 million. That's nice, 39 and a half. With the Steelers, he would have made $45 million. Okay, but I feel like at that point... What's a couple more million? Like that's not a couple more million, though. He, this is he's he would have made in total seventeen point five million more in his first three years if he would have signed with Pittsburgh. But he didn't. He didn't want to play in Pittsburgh. Yeah, but it just I, then I don't understand why he sat out the entire. He really sat out the entire season because he doesn't want to play with Pittsburgh. I thought this had a little bit to do with the money. I figured, but I, now seeing this, he he just lost out on so much more money. Maybe now I guess, or maybe he it was about the money, but now he realized he fucked up, and he's like, "Look, I'm just gonna I'm gonna go with the Jets. I'm gonna move on." And because he denied, he, they 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 uh, they denied the um, the extension with the Steelers, and then I guess maybe no other team offered what the Steelers could have offered, so he just took the next best thing. You don't think there was another team out there that could have offered something better than the Jets? I don't know. I don't know. I I, I just I fail to believe that this didn't have to do with money. Whatever. I at least I look I, as a football fan. I hope he plays next. Well, he obviously gonna play, but like, I'm just happy he's back and he's and he's gonna play a full season. Oh, 100. I want to see this guy. I think run. we we all want to see Le'Veon Bell back on the field. It's where he belongs. He's in his prime. He he belongs on that field, not on the sidelines. Uh, obviously, I know it's personally for him. It's he's putting his body on the line. But hey, he, you're a great player showcase your talents, get on that field, and uh, it'll be interesting to see how he does with the Jets. So the Jets' record last season was 4-12. and 12. They were fourth in the AFC East. You think they do better? You don't think they do better than 4-12? Uh, okay, yeah, second, yes. year, second year for Sam Darnold. Second year for Sam Darnold. Not many weapons to throw to. He could throw to, he could throw to Bell. He's probably one of the best pass-catching backs that's yes, but I don't think that I don't see much um, happening for the Jets right now. I think teams are simply just going to stack the box against the Jets, try to lock down um, Le'Veon and force Darnold to, to throw it deep. And who is he going to throw it to? Look at these wide receivers. Robbie Anderson, who's, you know, this guy's had so many problems off the field. Talented receiver, don't get me wrong, but he's had so many problems off the field. He, he suspension after suspension. Um, who else? They have Quincy Anunua, who had a really uh, he had a bad injury last season. He's a he's a talented wide receiver. Um, and then besides that, that's it. So, the, not much. so they're they have, so uh, they're in the market for let's say a, a decent, a more than decent wide receiver. Yeah. And they have Chris Herndon, who was it was a tight end. He had a good season as well, but nothing that jumps off the page to you. And like I said. He could throw to Bell. Bell is an all-purpose back. He could play wherever the hell you want him to play. He can't always throw. Can't always throw to Bell. But that's what I'm saying. I'm yeah. saying defenses are just going to key in on Bell and force the second-year QB to to throw and or run gonna, or run or yeah, whatever the case may be. But they're going to for they're, they're not going to make Le'Veon Bell try to beat them because they know Le'Veon Bell is is fantastic. They're going to make Sam Darnold. They're going to put pressure on the QB. Put put like he's a second-year QB. Make him beat you. And I feel like. It'll be. I feel like defenses won't be scared to come up against the Jets. I don't see them posing a threat. Uh, I'm just. I'm not buying. I'm not buying the Jets this season. I'm not. 
What do you think? You're, you're, but you're a little bit more optimistic um, than me. Look, I, I like Sam Darnold. Second year in the league, uh, he showed some promise last year. Obviously, like it's hard to show what, what you're made of when you're with a team like the Jets who haven't really been even like a, a middle a middle tier team. I would say mm-hmm. they're more at the lower end. But you know, with Le'Veon coming in, I feel like he could they could make uh, they could make uh, some noise. Maybe uh, like the four and twelve lines, like in the playoffs. No, think? no, no. <laughs> like during the season, like maybe give the uh, the Pats uh, a run for their money a game or two. But look, four and twelve last season. This season, I don't think they get past six wins. That's max, max. That's some little noise. Some little noise they're making. Look, six wins. They go six and ten. That's not bad. Yeah, Sam Darnold last season, 2,800 yards, 17 TDs, 15 interceptions. Yeah, that's got to change. QB rating of 77. Uh, very tough season, but again, okay, rookie. Uh, um, Didn't rookie throw a pick on his first uh, throw. First, first throw ever. <laughs> Welcome to the league. <laughs> throw a pick. Throw a pick. Yeah, I remember watching that game. Um, look, 21 years old, young. I'm, I'm not worried about Sam Darnold. I think he's. I think he's a good QB, and I think he's going to pan out. I think he has a better season. I think he really does have a better season. The fact of having Le'Veon Bell, you're having an all-purpose back. That's uh, it's a QB's best friend. Um, but like I said, I'm, I'm not really, I'm not feeling the Jets on this one. I don't think they do that great. Four and twelve. I don't see them. Yeah, it wouldn't even surprise me to see them match that with four and twelve again. Maybe one more win. Really? But again, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not really. I feel like there's going to be a lot of eyes on them. Oh, you know, they got, they got Le'Veon. Finally, we'll, we'll get, we'll get, we're going to get to see Le'Veon again. But again, it's, uh, I put them kind of almost in the same boat as the Raiders as, Hey, it's almost like they have to kind of, they're building their, they're building the team, but they have a star there. So they'll have to build around them. That's my take on that. <clears throat> it's also interesting that, yeah, they got four wins last season. Honestly, like I feel like they might've overachieved also because, all season, they only had two games of over a hundred rushing yards by the running backs. That's that's yeah awful because they didn't. What they had Azio Crowell, um, uh, Maguire, my Elijah Maguire. It's yeah, it like the the running back. It was like a committee back there. It wasn't there wasn't anything stable, uh, which that's why. So now they obviously they filled a big need. They got a they got a hell of a running game. Uh, they'll be able to establish a running game. Um, yeah, uh, it, it, honestly, it is a promising team because on the def- on the defensive side of the ball, they do have a good defense. I know four and twelve doesn't dictate that, but they do have a good defense. Jamal Adams, obviously, the most notable uh, player on that defense. He's a Pro Bowler, Pro Bowl safety. Um, so it, it's it, it's a fun team. Like I, I know a lot of people are going to be excited about it, but I would say probably to lower expectations. I don't see like. I don't see much coming out of the Jets this upcoming season. But hey, we'll see. Fair enough. I, I think though Le'Veon gets over a thousand rushing, and he's probably gonna come. I don't want to say like too close, but he's gonna come close to maybe uh, um, reception, recep- reception yards also. Yeah, receiving. Or receiving. Yeah. yeah. Like like I said, he's an all-purpose back. He's he could do it all, and they're gonna rely heavily on him. Yeah. Heavily. And uh, I know we mentioned already what it means for the other side of the the other team involved, which is the Steelers. But anyways, 
he didn't play last season, so yeah. it was like they didn't even have Le'Veon. Though it'll be the same story. They have James Conner there. I don't think they're worried. Um, it's a good O line in Pittsburgh as well, one of the best. So I think with James Conner, they'll be fine. And uh, hey, it's time to move on from the I guess the killer bees that they call them, Antonio Brown mm. and Le'Veon Bell. Done. Big Ben is left, and uh, well, Steelers. I, I, I think still, I th- still think you know, out of all three teams in this situation, Steelers. Raiders, Jets, Steelers are still the best team. Well, there. yeah, because you have a better overall team. But yes, could Juju become that that next star? I think so. Okay, then, I think so. Okay, we'll see. But I like, yeah. But in, in that point, like, do you agree with me that out of those three teams, the Steelers still are the, the better team? Yeah, they are. Then the right Raiders, one hundred percent. Going into next season, yes. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, the Steelers are. The other big trade that happened, man, Odell Beckham Jr. is not a New York Giant anymore. I can't even picture that. Yeah, I know. Same thing with Antonio Brown and this. I can't picture that. It's Antonio Brown and OBJ just got both are. We're gonna be seeing them in new uniforms this season. And I'm so excited that. He's going to the Cleveland Browns. Like, I'm actually happy. I'm, I, I can't wait to watch the Cleveland Browns next season. I think everybody's going to be tuning in. Like, people were saying, like, it's it's America. It's the new, like, America's team. You know, like, the, the Cowboys are considered to be America's team. But I feel like everyone's going to be tuning in to watch the Browns. And it's funny because this team, two seasons ago, in a span of two seasons. What a turnaround. They had one win. And what now you have Baker Mayfield, who seems to be. Very uh, good. Future Hall of Famer. Very good. I don't want to talk too early, but they have Odell Beckham and Jarvis Landry. David Joku. Yeah, as uh, the right receivers. Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb, very promising Even on defense, back. man, they have a really good team. Miles Garrett. They have Denzel Ward. Yeah. They lost Jabril Peppers in the trade, but... But you know what? They, they got uh, Odell. So uh, so what was the what was the full trade? The full trade was the Browns got Odell and the Giants got Jabril Peppers, a first-round pick, and I believe a third. Yeah. 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 And the first-round pick is a at s- number 17, uh, yeah. and which other, is a good pick. And the other pick they got was is the 95th overall pick. Which is, a, no, you know what? I mean, say what you want. I feel like it's a, it's a decent return. This was a, a better trade than... Like, this was a, a fairer trade on both ends compared to the Antonio Brown one, I yeah. find. Yeah. Again, because I guess that goes back to Odell didn't really say he wanted out. Where, whereas Antonio, like, he did say he wanted out. So as soon as a player, uh, like, openly, openly says that he wants out, um, the stock goes down on what teams are willing to offer. Uh Obviously, like a lot of people are shitting on the Giants, saying that hey, you just gave up Odell Beckham again, a generational talent, uh, what, two, three uh, three time Pro Bowler, twenty fourteen the Offensive Rookie of the Year, uh, that memorable catch that he had, yeah. uh, that one handed catch, he got, became known for, you know, making that that spectacular one handed catch. Uh, you gave him up, and anytime that you lose a player like that. It's you're you're gonna get a lot of criticism for it. The, the thing was, we we obviously know that the New York Giants for the past two seasons weren't performing 
as well as they should be. That's, but that's being generous. But the thing is, like, I think the player. It's easier to say because we obviously don't don't know what's going on behind closed doors. But I feel like they give away the wrong player. I feel like if the problem in that team is Eli Manning. <laughs> I think a lot of people think that. So I feel like if they had to get rid of someone to make a, a state and to make a statement to the team and to the fans and to like everyone else, I think it would have to be Manning more than Odell because Odell's still in his prime. Look, he's 26 years old. Like if you want to do a rebuild or whatever, why are you giving up a core asset that could help you with that rebuild? Like, yeah, he's a, he's a drama queen also, but I don't know. It's just it, it's tough to see Odell go from the Giants, especially like if you're a Giants fan, and Odell's gone, but Manning is still on that team. Like, it must suck. It must yeah, yeah. suck to be a Giants fan. The, sorry, the, the, sorry the, to any Giants fans, but it must suck. You also lost uh, Landon Collins. Landon Collins, yeah. Um, uh, it's I guess it's a rebuild. Look, they got Jabril Peppers. They got him back. He's uh, a young, uh, young prospect, talented, of course, but. You know, yeah, you're losing Odell. It's uh, it's it's tough. You're losing a player who you would think would be the focus. Like, no matter what happens, you build around him. He's your centerpiece. People may come and go, but, like, he's that guy that you're building around. Like you mentioned, 26 years old, talent, just beyond talented. He's the guy that can do it all. It's uh, it's crazy. I I can't believe Odell actually got traded. I I cannot believe, and I'm pretty sure, even though he's going to a better situation, I'm pretty sure he was shocked as well. Yeah, for sure. He was shocked for as sure. well. Look, he, he liked he, New York. He he loved New York. It, it was his home. He he made that his team. It was his team, and uh, I'm sure it caught him by surprise as well. Look, he got over a thousand receiving yards. So. Look, Manning past season. Yeah, Manning wasn't isn't in his prime anymore, but he, he like he still he still found a way to get the ball to Odell. Now just imagine Baker Mayfield throwing to Odell. Man, his numbers are gonna sky, worst part skyrocket. Is, the worst part is Manning was still getting criticism for not throwing to Odell, as and he often. still got yeah, like he still got over a thousand yards, and Manning still threw over four thousand yards. I'm not exactly sure why like why they're holding on to Manning so much. I get there's that that sentimental maybe they they, they own I guess he, he gave them you know a Super Bowl but it's like he, at a certain point when do you move on you know it, it's not like it's Brady he's not winning you he's yeah. still not winning you Super Bowls like why why are they holding on unless uh, the Giants somehow maybe turned their first overall pick that they got for a quarterback maybe they're in the market looking for one low key because man starting the season with Eli like. Like, I know there was reports saying that they will. But, like, they will start the season with him. But, I don't know. I just, I feel like this is not the guy, the quarterback for this team moving forward. Like, like they were 5-11 and 11 last season. Right now, you think they do better? With the team they have right With now? With the team they have right now. Absolutely not. No. I mean, they didn't improve in any way. They lost all the They didn't improve. They absolutely have not improved. I mean, you know, it's it's a it's a rebuild. It's a rebuild. Then again, it goes back to uh, like you have you you're you're gonna rebuild, right? It, 
as Giants right now, like you're in rebuild. Why do you have a 38 year old quarterback? And why are you even? But maybe they're looking for. Why one. are you maybe even looking for one? I know. Why are you even considering starting the season with him? I mean, I I don't know. I I don't know where they go from here. The Giants, like I said, <laughs> honestly, I do feel bad for Giants fans because it's like, what do you, what do you look forward to now? The old Beckham era is done. But they 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 just signed Golden Tate. They just signed, yeah. But Tate, he's but nowhere close to Odell's level, and I don't think Manning is gonna connect with him uh, for a fifteen plus. Golden touchdowns. Tate is that uh, he's that you know move the chains type of uh, receiver. He can you know the, he's he's the king of you know yards after carry. He, he'll be solid, but is he a number one? And he's got some big shoes to fill, so. Uh, I I don't see much happening in New York. Um, it's a rebuild. It's time to uh, to blow up the team, I guess, in, in a sense, and hopefully find yourselves a quarterback and fast because Manning is he's not getting any younger, and I don't think he's. I don't don't expect him to keep putting up four thousand yeah, no. yard seasons. It's time to move on, and I think once they finally let go of him, they can move on and work to to get better. Look, like you said, we feel bad for Giants fans, but I feel good for Browns fans. Oh my God! What I almost I almost want to become a Browns fan. No, I, no, no, no. I, I am a Browns fan now. No, no, <laughs> stick stick with the Eagles. Never. Look, the Browns last season were seven, eight, and one. Man, what a surprise this team was last season. Uh, fun to watch last fun season. Fun to watch last season. They were fun to watch. Especially, Just imagine this season. Especially towards the end of the season, they won five out of their last seven games. Like, granted, two of those teams were Cincinnati. Not the greatest teams, but, you know. Hey, they, you know, it doesn't matter. Like we said, two years ago, they, what? They, one they, win they, in two seasons. One win was was something huge for them. So, the fact that they managed 7-8-1, I applaud the Browns, honestly. I, I, hell of a turnaround. Good on them. And I hope, and I hope, and I also think they will do better this season. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, this was a team that year after year, after quarterback after quarterback, just never worked. I think Baker Mayfield, the real deal. He's the real deal. Yeah, yeah I I think so. Especially, he's uh, he's had his problems. I know, like coming into the coming into the league, there was people saying, "I don't know if he's serious." Maybe that there's a question about his maturity, his attitude. But you know what? When it, when it's all said and done, when he, he gets on that field, he can throw the ball. He can ball. Yeah, he can. And now he's got some big time weapons. Oh my god! Yeah, big time weapons. Not to mention that uh, OBJ and Jarvis Landry. If any of you guys don't know, they're actually really close friends. They're actually like best friends. Um, they, you know, they you, you see it on social media on that. They keep in touch. Uh, they know each other's families. They're really close to each other. And now they're going to be playing on the same team together. Like I find that I find that so cool. I find that amazing. It's an amazing story. You get the like two best friends playing with each other. You know, opposites. And I find like they're, they're Baker Mayfield has. Some weapons to throw to. It's just going to be a fun team. Fun team to be a part of, I'm sure, for yeah. them. It's going to be a fun team to watch. Um, the Browns have been Browns fans. They've waited. they suffered long enough. But they, they have a lot this. of stuff to look forward to this upcoming season. So, like I said, the Browns last season were 7-8-1. and one. You said they do better. They I do think better. they do better. 100%. How much better? I think their wins. I think they could reach the 10 wins. I think they could reach 10 wins. I don't think that's out of reach for them. I know there's still a question of, you know, they're, they're young. It's still a young team. Maybe a lack of 
I guess, veteran lack of playoff experience. Sure, but you know what? These guys, um, they're not going to back down. They're going to... They found a way to win games last season, and that's that's a crucial step. And now I feel like they're just going to keep improving. They're going to take that to the next level. And look, this roster is stacked on both sides of the ball. Yes, we mentioned the offense with uh, Baker. You got Jarvis and OBJ, two very solid wide receivers. Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb, who's coming into his own as well. David Njoku. Yeah. And Antonio Callaway, who was also a rookie wide receiver who showed flashes of of talent on the defensive side of the ball. They have Miles Garrett, who's an absolute beast. Denzel Ward. Um, You know what? It's it's a really good team. Yes, they lost. um, Their safety. They lost their safety and uh, Jabril Peppers, but team is still very stacked and uh they also picked up sheldon richardson defensive tackle uh, that's something we uh have to mention he, that's uh, help on the front lines with um on the defensive side of the ball with uh, miles garrett so you know what i feel like this team um it's gonna be good uh, I, I think i'll be tuning in to watch some browns games i suck to say i'm gonna be a bandwagon because it's just a it's gonna be such a fun team to watch Yeah, Baker Mayfield, like we said, he didn't hit 4,000 passing yards, but he got close. And I think with OBJ and Jarvis Landry as his two main weapons, he okay, might yeah. he might even hit 5,000 uh, passing yards. Just, teams are like, you're obviously going to want to cover Odell first. And you know Jarvis Landry is one of the yeah, most targeted wide receivers in the league. So they're going to have their fair share of catches, fair share of TDs. Uh, it's going to leave the, the gates open for Njoku. Uh, like you said, Antonio Callaway is going to be maybe a sleeper pick in fantasy oh, yeah. because he's just he's going to be he's going to be open. It's going to be a lot for him. Yeah. And and we know that it helps that Baker has that kind of gunslinger attitude that he's not afraid to throw it. He doesn't care. He, he'll sling it downfield if he has to. He throws and he throws a lot. Throws with volume. You know what? Uh, what like that's I don't find there's a better. Like I guess there's there's not a better type of QB to have when you have that many options. So I think uh, the Browns are gonna are really gonna surpass um, what they've done last season. And uh, yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be good stuff. It'll be fun to watch. So another team that made pretty big moves in the last couple of days was uh, Baltimore Ravens. Yeah, like we said, they're they're in the same conference, uh, the same division as uh, the Steelers, which might give them a, a bit of a hard time. And they picked up uh, Mark Ingram. Yeah, and um, I'm I forget his name. They picked up Mark Ingram. <laughs> I forget who they picked up. <laughs> hold on, hold on, we'll pull it up right here. Oh, Earl Thomas. Earl Thomas. Yeah. Is it official though? Did they officially sign him? Actually, I believe, I believe Adam Schefter was um, the guy. He's the guy, yeah, the NFL insider. I believe he. They made it official because I know a lot of these were verbal agreements, but it came down to. Uh, yeah, no, it is official. Yeah, it is official. Earl Thomas to to the Ravens along with Mark Ingram. Yeah, you know what? I mean, I guess they, you could say they flew under the radar in terms of it wasn't because everything's taken a backseat to Antonio Brown and Le'Veon Bell. But you know what? The Ravens made some uh, some nice pickups. And let's not forget, they left off on a pretty high note. Um, 
you know, they finally made the move. Uh, yeah, they, they finished 10 and 6. They finally made the move from Joe Flacco to Lamar Jackson and it paid off. Lamar Jackson yeah. showed some some very promising uh, flashes. And you know what? The Baltimore Ravens are going to be a scary team. Scary team this season. So last year, the AFC North finished with Baltimore. Well, in first, Pittsburgh, Cleveland, and Cincinnati. Does that change? Going into next at the end of next season, what does that look like at the end of next season? Wow. So I think Cincinnati, let's put them right down to the yeah. bottom. Obviously, out of all those teams, look, since he's not really making any moves, and Cincinnati they just, they just got match up. Cincinnati got six wins last year. I, I think they do worse than the Jets next season. You think they do? Oh, I take. I take worse than the I'll Jets take. and worse than the Raiders. Let's I'll go. Take <laughs> putting Cincinnati at the bottom. Um, so does that change? So I think the AFC North will stand with. Um, I'm gonna put Baltimore up top again. Getting Mark Ingram is a huge pickup. They get that really solid uh, running back Heisman Trophy winner. Uh, saw a lot of success with the Saints. So I think Baltimore finished first. I'm going to put Cleveland in second. Yeah. Put Cleveland in second. Pittsburgh right behind them in third. Again, like I said, I think Pittsburgh matches that 9-6-1. and one. I think Cleveland gets to the 10 wins. Uh, Pittsburgh misses out on so playoffs. So that means you think Baltimore get over 10 wins? I think Baltimore gets over 10 wins, yeah. Because I feel like they've gotten better. They finished ten and six. I feel like they've gotten better. Yes, they lost Eric Weddle. Um, they lost Eric Weddle, um, their star safety. Um, that, that that's obviously a big loss. Um, they also lost CJ Mosley to the Jets. To the Jets. Um, that's that's also a big loss. You know that, that that's someone I'm sure they will they really wanted to um, to keep. He was he had a very good season. Uh, 26 years old. They lost CJ Mosley there. So on the defensive side, maybe they got a little bit weaker, but um, it's still Baltimore is known to have that very gritty and aggressive defense. And I find it's just it's next man up, and that defense is still going to be solid. Um, they improved on offense. Lamar Jackson's going to have now a full season to himself to command his own offense. Yeah. Uh, I think Baltimore comes out on top. Cleveland right behind them. It's going to be very tight. Like Baltimore, Cleveland, and Pittsburgh, I find it's going to be a very, very tight race. But I think Baltimore, yeah, it's going to be a very fun division. Yeah, with Cincinnati at the bottom of the barrel. Uh, Yeah, AFC North is going to be a division to keep an eye on. I think Cleveland finished first. Wow. Yeah, I think they reached 12 wins. Okay. You know, but obviously, obviously they make playoffs. Uh, They're going to have a great... Uh, season come playoffs though I, I don't know if Cleveland could do it to make it past the first round but yeah, you know what the they, they, they're gonna have they're gonna have a great season they're gonna surprise a lot of teams maybe not surprise a lot of teams but they're gonna be good and like, yeah and Baltimore is gonna be better than next season for sure I, f- I feel like they got better with those two acquisitions mm-hmm. I don't know I just don't see Pittsburgh doing as well as they did this season oh have faith in them I do, but I don't. It's just because you know Juju's gonna produce, James Conner's gonna run the ball, but Big Ben's old. Like, yeah. Last year or two years ago, he was saying like maybe I should retire. Yeah, he entered our retirement. So it's it's. I feel like his focus isn't really a hundred percent in the game trying to win a Super Bowl anymore. I don't know. It's just it. It might be some trouble in in Pittsburgh, but uh, so you're picking Cleveland to top the AFC North. 
that would be that would be that that would yeah that it's happens. gonna be it's gonna be tight between uh, Baltimore and uh, and Cleveland. It's gonna be tight, but it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be a really fun race this year. We're gonna have a fun season, especially when we start talking about uh, fantasy when the yeah. closer to when the season starts. It's fantasy fantasy big. wise, it's gonna be fun also. Fantasy is gonna with all these with all these players changing teams. What it means for fantasy? There's so many like so many things to take into consideration. We can't wait to get into the fantasy. We'll definitely be having some uh, um, some future episodes talking about NFL fantasy. Um, don't you worry. We'll get into that. We'll let you know at uh, we'll let you know at a later date. But uh, NFL fantasy when it gets closer to the season, we will be getting into that. You can bet yourself that we will. So. All right, guys. Um, that was our take on uh, these past couple of trades and these past couple of signings. Obviously, if another big signing or trade comes along, we'll definitely keep you guys uh, in the loop. And you know what? Before we just end it off, I just want to have one little last shout out to my man, well, our boy, Nick Foles. Oh, Nick Foles. Nick Foles, you know, it's a, it's a goodbye. It's a, it's a hard goodbye. He, he brought Philly. Um, our first Super Bowl, but he deserves um, the contract he got. Yeah, and I'm proud of him. I, I can't say I'm mad at it. Yeah, he he got himself a nice, he got himself a very nice contract. Um, I think it was a four years, eighty-eight million, I believe. Four, I know it was eighty-eight million. Nick Foles, yeah, eighty-eight million, um, four years, very nice contract. Honestly, uh, good for him. Uh, he goes to he goes to a team where he gets to be the the unquestioned starter. Listen, in Philly, uh, we have Carson, Carson Wentz. Wentz. He is our future. We invested in him. We were not going to get rid of him. Uh, whether you believe that we should have kept a guy who knows how to win or a guy who's promising, um, that's up in the air. But you know what, Nick Foles. Um, you know we we thank him. <laughs> Philly thanks him. He's he'll forever be known as a legend in Philly and. Uh, there's Hopefully. a statue of him, right? Well, they, they should put a statue. Oh, they I think, they, yeah, yeah, I think they, they, they want to put a statue. So uh, good on Nick Foles. He got his big payday. He deserves it. Hopefully, you know, he helps the, the Jaguars turn it around. But anyways, guys, that's all for um, the NFL. Uh, who knows? You know, it's probably not over yet. No, we'll probably sure. be hearing uh, some more. Like I said, we'll get back into NFL soon. When the season gets closer, we'll be talking about fantasy. Um Make sure to follow us, guys. Make sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter. That's uh, Thread the Needle. At Thread, Thread the Needle. At Thread the Needle. Um, find us on there. We we um, we're always putting some content up there. We also give updates on our uh, on our um, on our shows so that you can that you guys never miss an episode. So uh, give us a follow, guys. Hope you guys enjoyed this one, and uh, we'll be back and, soon. And guys, hopefully. Um... By the time our next podcast goes out, we're going to be on um, Apple Podcasts. Yeah, that, so that's going to be uh, big for us. It's going to be easier for you guys to access our content. But uh, like we said, for now, just uh, support us. Go give us a follow. Write to us. Give us a follow if you haven't already. We're open to your questions, to your opinions. You can send us questions. We'll talk about them. And that's it. That's it, guys. Uh, like you said, hit us up on social media. We'd love to talk to you guys. Uh, talk sports and um, yeah talk to you guys soon we'll see you guys soon bye guys